0: Welcome to the Sonic Shaman Show, home of the Coffee Connect and Conscious Connections. The show is dedicated to empowering you to perceive, know, be, and express your unique voice in this world without the fear of judgment of others through healing, coaching, and educational services. In each episode, Hank and his guests offer tools, techniques, and inspiration to help you step into your potency. Now, here is your host, Hank Sedala.
1: Good morning, everyone. My name is Hank Sutala. I'm the Sonic Shaman. And this is the Coffee Connect, where I come to you every day with a little bit of inspiration or healing or you never know. We follow kind of follow the energy of the day. And this marks the first day of what's going to be a bit of a series from an inspiration from spirit. So if you didn't catch my last episode, uh, we called it Coffee Connect Seize the Day. And we talked about when you get these, these inspirations from spirit and when you're in the energy of that inspiration, the importance of actually taking that and start to work with it. And if you energy flows where your attention goes. So if you start giving attention to these inspirations and you start taking actions to foster them, to nurture them, they take on a form of their own. And the little inspiration that I had from Spirit was COVID. And they gave me an acronym for that. And what if COVID-19 is the Earth's way of making us stop for a moment to create opportunities via intuiting divinity? And what would what world would we create? If we were all in touch with the divine, I'm sure it would look very differently. Uh, So I'm going to take a moment and share this on my public uh, Facebook page. I'm going to make make sure it's public. If you find value from these videos, I ask, take a moment, uh, do that yourself as well. Let me just bring this up. Always these little things. Eventually, someday I'll have someone to like do this for me while I stream. How cool would that be? (laughs) And then you could just have it all be smooth and all that good stuff and it's not just a clever name incidentally the coffee connect I actually do have coffee here i got the winter blend from trader joe's slight flavor with cinnamon and peppercorns it is the most odd the wonderful combination so here we go now it's all public on my page too we're going to start in a moment just with a little opening prayer of sorts let me see good morning mike Thank you for tuning in. And I know uh, there was someone else that was commenting right before the stream. Thank you so much for joining. I'm gonna wait just a moment because looking at the time, I wanna do this little prayer in just a minute or two. So if you have any comments, if you have questions, if you have something where you'd like to see the, the direction of our conversation go, go ahead and make those. But what we're gonna be doing today is setting the intention for this little book project, which is gonna be 19 ways To uh, access your divinity 19 ways to get in touch with that still small voice within and more importantly also to step into the space where you're willing to be your authentic self in this world because if you really start to intuit divinity and you really start to to work with the inspirations that you're getting from that sort that space that divine spark that's within your entire life will shift around that because a lot of times it's our choices from ego which is edging god out that's taking us further from our authentic voice than uh, that rather than closer to it so it's going to be a whole a whole process as we go through this and we're going to find um we're going to kind of create this together as we go because i'm looking for feedback as we do these at least 19 videos or maybe it will be less because I, I was told by spirit that this little book has a lot of the things in it that I might be uh, doing, but I'm still gonna do streams on them. But I started writing this uh, in this journal back in probably 1995. And it's gotta be really important to make it in this book. I don't write down lightly. I think even from my shamanic teacher, Zane, uh, I might only have one thing from the United Shaman Apprenticeship that actually made it in this book. And that is a huge part of my life, so it says a lot. But there's all kinds of uh, things that I have written in here Uh, Throughout the years, throughout the different teachers that it's like, oh, that's supposed to go in here. So all kinds of fun stuff that's going to end up being in that book. Also, just a shout out, like when you start to really step into your authenticity and you are just shining your light in the world, per se, and people see that authenticity, things start to reciprocate back in amazing ways. I I did a, a private ceremony for somebody and they gifted me this. Look at that. It is this cool little. oh it's upside down. It's like this little resin composite with feathers and stones and all kinds of fun stuff. So I just wanted to bring that out because I was so touched by it. And they also gifted me a a picture of a dragonfly that they took, and I'll I don't have it loaded, but I'll share it at a future time. But this dragonfly, if you look, if you see the emergence of being logo, which I don't know if I have it, may I do here's here's the dragonfly in the upper that side upper right hand corner. It, it has a lot of the same colors of the logo I had designed for the new business. So it was just like so coincidental that they're gifting me this little dragonfly. And not only is it a dragonfly, which is very significant to me, it also has the same logo colors. So once I have that picture uploaded, I'll make sure to share it on a future stream. Now the energy's feeling just about right to start. So let's see. Maybe one more thing to talk about before we say this little opening prayer and see what comes through for our first of 19 things ah yes i meant to bring that up so like a little affirmation of the day that may help shift your awareness as you move through it one of my teachers elaine thomas which is also where the prayer i'm going to use to start with uh, came from she would always say may the god in me greet the god in thee for the highest good it's the concept of namaste and if even the clerk in the grocery store or uh, the person in the park that's not throwing stuff away and they're throwing litter on the ground or whatever it is wherever you find yourself in judgment of another aspect of divinity because that's what we all are we're different individualizations of divinity if you if you stop and remember may the god in me greet the god in thee you're basically asking from a a higher soul level that we're going to make a connection and usually when you get that connection your experience around that person is going to be a lot smoother a lot more preferred so I'm going to just open up uh, some space shamanically and then I'm going to say a little prayer and then we're going to see uh, what our inspiration is. And I won't necessarily do this on every stream, um, but I didn't do it before I started. So we're going to do it on stream this time. <clears throat> and the language I'm speaking is Quechua. And if you go to yesterday's video, I actually give the translation, but I'm
2: not going to do a translation today. Ahaya Pachamama, we, onqui, onqui. Iari mama aipa amaru onpui 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 hahiya mama uno mama kocha mama kia onpui 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 iari taxel lerpu choco chinchai onpui 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 hahiya Wilka Chaiwa, kuna, ompui, ompui, ompui. Yari, Wilka Waira kuna, Taiwanan waira, ompui, ompui, ompui. Yari Wilka Waira kuna, ompui, 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 Yari Hatan waira, ompui, 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 Yari taxi waira, ompui, ompui, ompui. Ahaya, Hatan kuntar, ompui, 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 Yari Saurakinte, <laughs> ompui, ompui, ompui. Yari, inti, inti taita, Wilka inti taita, ompui, ompui, ompui. Iari Wilka Nina, Ompui Ompui Ompui, Ahaya Quichi Quichicuna, Ompui Ompui Ompui, Iari itupakuna Ompui Ompui Ompui, Iari Wilka Nuna Chaska, Ompui Ompui Ompui, Ahaya Itopacuna, Pakarina kunna Ompui Ompui Ompui, Ahaya Yana pakuna all of our spirit guides, angels, teachers, Ompui Ompui Ompui, Ahaya Wiracocha. Ompli, 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 and iari hatan umakuna, all your divine minds, all your higher selves. Ompli, 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 bring your healing here, bring your
1: contribution here. Thank you very much for hanging with me for that. And the prayer for my teacher, Elaine Thomas, what we say before we open the space to allow information to come through. We use it for mediumship, usually, and it feels right to use it before doing this. Uh, So take note of this prayer anytime you want to connect uh, with the divine before doing message work or channeling work or whatever. Whatever it is that you're going to do, it's a great little prayer. And I I modified it just slightly to accommodate for healing sessions as well. So it's a little bit different from the original version. Oh, God, we give thanks as we open the door to communication in the spirit of the Holy. I can't talk. I've just totally lost it. Oh, no, come back. As we open the door to communication and the unity of the Holy Spirit, the great and presence of the universe, we give thanks for we know that the word spoken and the experience received is full of your grace, wisdom, love, truth, and understanding of the highest. And also a prayer from Rishi's Metaphysical Institute is a place that I got a lot of my esoteric knowledge uh, studying metaphysics, their credo, it is our desire to sit calmly upon the throne in the temple of our own bodies between the two great pillars of positive and negative vibrations, balancing them to the point where we can radiate through our temple of light to all whom we contact, the wonderful peace, poise, power, wisdom, love, and harmony of God. Good. Okay, so the first thing that actually it was bringing up for me on Friday, and it's a uh, it's, uh, complimentary event, if you will. If you go to my website, I'm gonna be doing a sound concert. And I just had a vision of kind of doing, I was planning on doing a despacho uh, kind of for this project. I had all the little parts ready, but I got that this is not the time to do it. We're gonna do something a little bit different. And I'm gonna do this on Friday night. So if you're interested in having a little bit, that's interesting. I didn't even click uh, a comment. That's interesting. Or maybe I did, was that up the whole time? (laughs) Did that just come up randomly now? Anyway, uh, I was gonna do a little dispatcher to kind of give birth to the entity of this book. Because in, in hoodoo workings and, and you do magical workings, one of the things that you do is like, you're it's creating a consciousness to advocate uh, for whatever you're looking to create. And what I had kind of thought to do today was that we were going to give birth to this little entity that, or, or give more substance, because it's already been birthed. Uh, give more substance to it because entities like businesses your homes, all these things. There's like an entity. There's a, a consciousness of a place or a consciousness of a thing, like a painting or a piece of artwork, like this beautiful uh, gift. This has a consciousness in of in and of its own, and it has a, a certain medicine and a certain energy that it can and give in things. And through um, ceremonial work like the spouts, which is an offering, uh, we give a lot more potency to these things. So this is going to be um, on Friday, an offering to this. Uh, this new spirit that is going to be this gift for for me for you for the world or whatnot this little book on 19 ways to connect with the divine and that's on my website there's um you just signed up it will send you the link because i'm not going to live stream it quote unquote but if you register then you'll get the link to watch it will be an unlisted youtube uh, channel and i might make it public afterwards but for the purpose of of Friday, I don't want it to be a live stream where people might be coming in and then going and coming in and going. It's really, if you're committing to be there, I ask that you hold the space for the whole time. But if you register, it doesn't. Uh, there's no cost to register and you can just, um, you'll just get the link when you register. Anyway, so I'm glad to know that we're gonna be doing that now. So Spare, what is today about then? Since I kind of thought I was doing something else. <laughs> those prayers are great tools just to stand their own. And, and perhaps that's our first thing for number one is to set, set the set, to set the stage for whatever the work is that you're going to do. If you're looking to do inner work, set the stage. And the, the thing that comes to me to, to really give you is that pick an anchor. And what is an anchor? It's an NLP concept. Pick something that when you do it, when you um, experience it it's going to bring you back to the space where you have the most potency for whatever it is you're looking to create in your life so whenever i would meditate i used my breath some people used a little gong some people used a little bell uh, whatever it is that you want to use uh, maybe it's a an nlp we would set an anchor point where we would when someone's in a really receptive state you would just pinch their finger in a certain place or their ear or something else that when they do that it's it's anchored to that state of being while they were in that deep meditative state and it helps them bring back to that state. Mm -hmm. So as you start your practice of whatever it is you're working on, whether it's meditation, writing a book, whatever it is, when you're in that real creative space or before you start to go to that creative space, do something that's gonna become an anchor. Think of, there's a psychologist, not B.F. Skinner, uh, but maybe it is B.F., Pavlov, Pavlov's dog, if you've ever heard of that, they they had this uh, experiment where they would feed a dog, but they would ring a tuning fork first. So they ring the tuning fork, then fed the dog, ring the tuning fork, fed the dog. The dog would salivate when they were fed, of course, but then they would ring the tuning fork and not feed the dog. And they found that the dog still had the physiological response as though they were being fed and as though they were about to eat. That's what an anchor is. You set an anchor, and that anchor point represents you entering into a particular state. And it makes it much easier when you're taken astray, when you're taken off course to get back to center. That that makes sense. Of course, it makes sense. Um, let's see. Anchoring. Is there anything else around that? What questions do you have? Is there anything on your mind? Because I kind of got thrown a, a curveball with what I thought I was going to do. <laughs> versus, see, God, we plan, God laughs. That's a great little old saying. But we do have um, Mike saying Chico and Leo are here. I'm not sure what that means, Magic Mike. <laughs> And uh, just for the ceremony, J.M. saying, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm glad that you enjoyed the little ceremony and whatnot. Let's see. Maybe this will be a real short one today because I'm not sure if anything else is coming through. It might have been just to set the intention for us to set the intention today, and that's fine. I never had planned to go on for 30 minutes at a time, but I will share my little mascot with you, too, because he had come out to play. This is Paco. P-A-Q-O, it means nature mystic. I was at Goddess Elite and this thing just, uh, because I put the googly eyes on, I'm like, oh, that's like a little a little guy. And what I've used it for is when I, I work with children on occasion and sometimes they don't want to talk to the crazy shaman, so they'll talk to Paco. And so he's been a little, uh, an asset when working with youngsters, when that work comes up to have a little, hey, you can tell it to Paco. He never judges you, he never talks back to you. All he does is hold the space for you to step into a different, possibility. So last call for questions as I quickly drink my coffee. Oh, and I meant to also mention Dr. K and I will not be streaming on Friday. Also, we'll be doing my Coffee Connect. But if you don't know, Dr. K is a functional medicine doctor. So it's like shaman meets medical doctor. And our conversations are very interesting and they're dynamic and they have all kinds of nuances to it because she has a a different mindset than i but we have this great middle ground where we have this place to cultivate great conversations so we're going to miss friday but on the first and third mondays of every month uh, dr k and i do an energy clinic which is basically here's a little space we use that room in the background and it's like a little uh 15 minute uh session where both Dr. K and myself do a little energy work on you. So if that's of interest to anyone, you can uh, find out more about it on emergenceofbeing.com. Oh, so Mike was said, Chico and Leo are here, though I don't know who Chico and Leo are, but they came when they opened the circle. And just to give you the words, the the, the beginning and the end of the words I was using, iari means victory and praises. And it also means uh, like come here. So it's like attention, spirit, who I'm about to call. Look at that! I'm not touching the comments thing, <laughs> and the comment just comes up. That's so interesting. Okay, <laughs> spirit is uh, directing our conversation a little bit. How fun is that? There was one time a stream, Casey and I were on uh, talking about something, and we became aware that there was an entity, and uh, and I, I started kind of working with it a little bit, kind of. Ha- like half attentively in a way. And all of a sudden on the stream, Casey and I switched spaces. We didn't leave the screen and come back. I I don't even know how to do that (laughs) in the software. And then we did like a clearing, but we became aware that not only are we reaching people, that if people have entities around them and there's a change that's about to happen and things like that, sometimes the entities are messing with you because they don't want you to change. They like the person the way they are because they're in the space that they like to feed off of. So let's do a clearing real quick for that. <laughs> oh yeah, Mike, Magic Mike remembers that uh, conversation with Casey. That was trippy. There's been a couple of times and there was one time with Dr. K that I kept like, getting kicked out of the studio and having to come back. And it was right when uh, a friend of mine, I thought had passed away possibly because a gift that they've given me like just literally jumped off my altar and landed on the floor. And I did a lot of work around that. And the second I, I started looking for an obituary, like everything just went really crazy on the, on the stream. But anyhow, so occasionally we may have entities and I'll probably do a whole talk on entities uh, a different time. But if you do have any sort of attachments or things like that, and you're about to get a healing session, there was like one client, they like, I don't know what it was. I just couldn't get myself to like make the appointment on time. It took six times rescheduling. until they finally showed up and it was like an entity desperately trying to get them not to go because it was about to be cleared. But if you have anything like that, there's a very easy, super easy way to clear entities. And this is from access consciousness. You just say truth. Who are you? And what you're doing is when you say truth before something, either they have to tell the truth or energetically, you'll know they are lying. Like try it with your child. Truth. Who broke it? Like, you could tell the person "Uh," because it's even worse. If you're saying truth and you're about to go against that energy, you'll know if someone's not telling you the truth. Then you say, who were you before that? Who were you before that? Who were you before that? And you keep going until you feel a shift in the energy and then truth. Who will you be in the future? And what you're doing is you're bringing that entity back to the place that it came from source. And you're reminding them that after you're this, you get to be something else. And it's basically putting the entity in a place of choice. And then it's the access clearing statement uh, where you say, well, you take all your baggage and all your magnetic imprinting and leave. Return to once you came, never return to this body or this reality again. And then the short version bleh, short version of the clearing statement is pot and pock. There's a much longer version, which I won't go into here. But that is a great way to, um, if you have anything crazy going on, even if you don't perceive the entities, just say, truth, who are you? And just start going through that little process. It is a a lifesaver. 99% of entities, I would say, clear that easily. And I'll occasionally get one that's a little bit more persnickety, but it's not too bad. And Mike, you're bringing up St. Germain, the violet ray. I thought it was the violet flame of transmutation from the I am discourse, if I remember right. And I don't know the the number reference, Mike. If you want to give a little bit more context about that, I'm happy to bring it up. And JM says, since the prayer, I can feel energy here at home too, still strong and so positive. Absolutely. That's a great affirmation to say with being that in the temple of your own body. You're recognizing one that the body is something you have it's not something that defines you it's basically the sensory apparatus of of you getting data from the universe right the spirit the being is is seated in the in the body they say the thymus is the seat of the soul which if you go back on my channel i do a whole walkthrough of an energy flow called the thymus exercise which is really great and it, it helps to bring the body and the being into congruence because a lot of times um we're not fully creating with the totality of who we are, which does include the body while we're here. It absolutely does, but the body's only temporary, of course. Uh, everything's only temporary. Everything's always in a constant state of uh, flux. Oh, Mike, that was from, uh, he was saying that the St. Germain's Violent Ray was from Rishi's Metaphysical Institute as well, from Dr. War I never got to know Dr. Lore. I worked with um, the two brothers. I can't remember their names, but if you're local to Cleveland, uh, rishi's metaphysical institute's located in euclid ohio and i think they're doing classes virtually now i'm not 100 percent sure but if you google rishi's metaphysical institute uh, you'll find their website and you can find information they also have a whole bunch of good books but you have to like um order it send them a check and then they'll send you the, the book but they're really good things probably the the best one the still small voice within or the small the still voice within there's two there's a first and a second part but it has a lot of the information that is contained within the decades of uh, classes that they have. Literally, I think it takes at least 10 years to get through them. all. Magic Mike knows he went through and he got a pen at the end, right? (laughs) I think, didn't you get a pen? I'm trying to remember. But it's really great uh, information. You go and you get like one sheet of paper each time and you basically take turns reading it, but then the instructor will speak and expand on it. And it was some of the more most dynamic and in-depth esoteric teachings I've ever found, because Robert, uh, I'm going to forget his name now. Uh, Robert Cleary, whoever the founder was, he was childhood friends with Dr. Bob. And he actually had gone to the mystery schools and had learned all these types of things. And when he brought that information back, a lot of the work that he had found, or the, a lot of the knowledge he had found was incorporated into the 12 steps. And they would never call it metaphysics, because of course, especially then, that was way less accepted and, and things like that. But it's it's the undertones are there. If you ever look at the step work, it is super, super metaphysical. And it is um, sneaky. You don't even know you're doing metaphysical work. You just think you're doing work. So it's kind of nice. Annie Simpson is the Violet Flame Prayer, the one Ryan teaches his empathy class. And so Ryan Dean is who Annie's referring to. And he teaches a course called Empathic. Empowerment Training, empathichealings.com is his website. He he uses St. Germain's Violet Flame of Transmutation. However, I think he changed it recently because he found a different, um, a variation of energy that seemed to be more effective for what he was using it for. Uh, so I don't know if he still teaches that, but he does teach, a, a, or was teaching like the Violet Flame technique. And one thing that's interesting is most of Ryan's stuff or all of it came through channeling, uh, doing different ceremonial work. and. He was uh, given this one tool called the columns cleanse, where you hold your hands up and you have like columns of earth come up and uh, hold your hands and it works like empath dialysis to allow energy to come into the from the earth through one hand and out from another. This is the Cliff Notes version. The interesting thing is, though, in the tradition of shamanism I practice, we have something called the jikui which is a column from the earth that comes up and brings this energy and kind of pumps it through you. So it's, it's always neat to get validation like that when you get something from spirit and then you see something else from an old tradition where it might not be exactly the same, but you can tell that the inspiration was the same. You know, it's just the same inspiration being looked at through different filters and it's just as valid, uh, even though it's a little bit different. That's one beautiful thing about the Caro tradition. Every single village, they all do it a little differently and no one judges one another as, oh, you do it wrong. And some In some places they call mama unu, mother water in first in the South, where where my tradition, it's um, Pachamama. And they don't make it wrong or anything like that. And then the four wind society where I do wind, they're calling in Wiracocha, the creator, And there's no right or wrong to that. It's like the spirit works with you differently and you have different lenses that you look at. And to make a just another example of this, if Reiki had been discovered in Peru would have been called kanchai or maybe sami it just means like the unrefined light energy but it was discovered in japan through one set of filters one set of culture filters but there's elements from reiki that are found in many many other traditions it's just called by a different name because it looks um it looks like a it's called a different name because it's looked at through different types of filters which are like stained glass you look at it through like a tinted lens and that you you just see things differently it's not a right or wrong take a step back and ask yourself what would it take to look at this through unfiltered eyes what would it take to have an awareness of this without any other points of view impacting my knowing about it and it's when we get to that that we're starting to get to what uh, neil donald walsh calls the raw data the raw data is simply what is it doesn't have any spin of good bad justification, anything else, it's the raw data, and then you simply choose who you're going to be in creationship to that raw data. And that's just choice. But if you start thinking of something as good or bad, it taints what you would do if you didn't have a point of view. Ooh, look at that cheesy rhyme. Write that down, Magic Mike. <laughs> Kidding, but I, uh, I do like cheesy rhymes, they're great. Anything else? Last call for questions, because I'll wrap here in four minutes. The kids are off of school today. So that's why I'm going a little bit later than normal. It was like, um, there's no school tomorrow. We're going to stay up and watch movies and uh, be be up later than normal. So, of course, everybody kind of slept in, and we had a a really late start today. So I think they might still be – the kids might still be in bed. I don't know. Anyway, it pays off, though. Letting your kids stay up late. If you ever go to Disney, they can pull off those 2 a.m. mornings no problem. (laughs) So it's totally paid off kind of having a loose parenting structure around sleep habits. So – Great. Well, just a couple of reminders then. We will be streaming tomorrow, uh, provided nothing unexpected occurs that would stop me. Uh, and we will maybe put the next COVID talks until after we do the ceremony on Friday. But if you're interested in that, you can go to emergenceofbeing.com. Let me throw up the banner. So this is the website. And under virtual events, Um, I'm going to probably keep it virtual only. I was going to open it up for in-person and virtual, uh, but with the COVID numbers going on the rise, it will probably be online only. But you can online, if you go in person, it will charge you. If online, it's uh, free or love offering or whatnot, but you can register for that. And once you register, we'll send you the YouTube link and it's gonna be an unlisted YouTube. And on that, we're gonna do a little sound ceremony and sound concert or whatnot, but we're gonna build a despacho for this little project that in my mind, we are all co-creating to help get in touch with uh, Divinity uh the other thing that you can check out on the page is the clinic we have the energy clinic with dr k and i the next one will be next monday i think there's already quite a few spots uh taken so we will be having that on monday if you want to check that out and i'll be back streaming with dr k a week from friday and then i think this friday i haven't announced it yet but my friend matthew Uh, who is in the uh, shaman apprenticeship program he went through last year he's uh, two years ago and he's going through a second time and he is uh getting his um he's going to do the first live stream he's ever done with me on friday we're not sure what we're going to talk about but he is one of the most gentle souls i've ever come across and in terms of transformation seeing him at the beginning of a program towards the end we we open it up to the students towards the end of this uh, program to open up the ceremony at the beginning of class. And Matthew was one of the first people who volunteered. And the ceremony that he did and the authenticity, the space that he touched in was so moving that it brought many members of the class to tears of how beautiful it was. And even one of Zane's teachers in spirit came through to work with him. So he is uh, such an amazing individual. I'm excited to see what he has to share. And he wants to start doing, uh, some meditation classes uh, through Emergence of Being. So we're gonna be having him uh, do some of these. Angela, hello, good morning. So happy to see you. This is my friend Angie from, well, she's from Buffalo, but you may know her more as a registered medium at Lollydale and uh, we served together on the board of directors at fellowships of the spirit made the connection and we have continued to be wonderful friends and co-create from time to time. Actually, I needed to reach out to her. I wanted to do a virtual gallery reading event with Angie and maybe some past life stuff. She's uh, one of the most gifted mediums that I have ever come across. So if you need a mediumship reading, Angie is an amazing person to go to and it's Santosha is her healing center in Buffalo. I don't have her website in a banner i would throw it up. angie put down your website in a comment and i will post it for people to see if they want to reach out and connect with you and jam says thank you appreciate these live sessions plan to take this good feeling through the rest of the day you're very welcome i hope all of you do that and realize that if you have a good space while we're doing this know that in the ever present moment of now that good space is always available to you you're never separate from any of your Uh, any of your experiences it's just a matter where you want to turn your attention to to draw from in any particular moment so if you choose to come back and touch in here or to one of my ceremony uh, things that we do any of those things it's going to help you stay centered with whatever you're doing we always say when we break our shamanic circle when we're done with class that though the circle uh, though we're leaving the circle is always unbroken and we have this energetic umbilicus that connects us to it that we can always draw and feed from and michael says i direct the light to go and be with you through this time very good angie were you making the comment or did you just pop out to say hi and she already bailed on me i don't know (laughs) or there might be a little delay too but i'll i'm gonna have angie on we wanted to do a whole death series uh what we were planning to do halloween but angie was so busy on the days that i streamed with dr k where we were going to offer stories about uh, near-death experiences and things like that to kind of give A little bit of peace and awareness around that particular life event, which I like to call the continuation day. It's not death, it's the continuation of something new. And there's a whole book on that by Neil Donald Walsh. That's where the term was coined, continuation day, in his book, Home with God, A Life That Never Ends. Absolutely amazing book. All right, Angie. I was trying to wait for you to comment your website, but maybe she already bailed on us. But it's Santosha. Now let me look it up. That's Santosha in Buffalo. It is Santosha Healing Center. I'll throw it in a banner here so you can see it. And in the comments, I'll post it too. But here's her website. And we've done a couple of streams together already. We actually did. Um, you Won't catch me doing public work often, uh, but when Angie and I sometimes stream, I we have done um work in tandem because I am a trained medium, I just don't focus on my mediumship work as much as the healing work. Very intuitive, I'll give information all day long, but if you want to talk to Big Grandma, that's not my preferred use of, of the gift, but it, she's very good at it. But she was um, she would bring through the spirits, and then I would do a little bit more message work around the healing thing, so we would bring people on the stream with us, so you would like join us right. So everybody could see you and we could talk and interact. And then we would do the message work. So we might do stuff like that too in the future. It was fun. Uh, yeah. And I don't do that often. So if you see that, I'll jump on the opportunity because you won't see me do public work Oops, often. If you name it, you claim it. I guess spirit wants us to talk about that before we go. So this is a principle. When you're aware of something energetically, if you if it's just an awareness, it's an awareness. But if you go, oh, that person's angry, you have now judged the energy that you're aware of. And when you judge the energy that you're aware of you're locking it into duality and part of that is why empaths take on other people's stuff it is because they're very aware and they don't even necessarily identify the things that they're aware of as other people's and they name it why am i so angry or whatever and it anchors that into their physical body as like cellular memory so one of the tools for an empath is to look at everything as that's interesting that's well, that, that's that's interesting. And that starts to take the charge off of it so that you can be the hollow bone that can move through you, not to you, and, and just let that energy keep on moving. But if you name it, you do claim it uh, to some degree. And if you catch yourself doing that, recognize it and be like, okay, everywhere where I allow that to happen, I'm choosing something different now, which is just a way to shift your energy and to get out of claiming it again and letting it move on. Or another access tool be from who does this belong to they would say return to sender with consciousness so it's not even like a zing like hey you're spewing off all this stuff into the world it's here's what you're doing and just leave it at that return to sender with consciousness with awareness and with awareness we can change the world so with that i uh, will go ahead and go i thank you all for tuning in uh, please if you have not already subscribed to the youtube channel there is a link in the description to this video if you go there you can subscribe to the channel Turn notifications on because sometimes I might say I'm streaming at 10 30, but I might start 15 minutes early or a half hour early. So if you have notifications turned on, you'll get those notifications. And it's also the place if you watch the videos there, Google will serve it up more to other people because they find it relevant. So thank you very much. And we will see you tomorrow for another Coffee Connect.
0: Thanks for joining us today for the show. The Sonic Shaman is part of the Emergence of Being Contributor Network. Visit emergenceofbeing.com to learn about all the contributors and learn about our services and upcoming events. Please take a moment to subscribe to the channel. You can contribute to the show by supporting our efforts and sharing our content with those you care about and those who need it most.